Hi, I'm Emma Cartmel, and this is Love Life, Live Well, the lifestyle magazine for your ears. I hope that by listening, you learn something new. I hope that you try something new. And above all else, I hope that you love your life and remember to live well. Hi, Emma. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I can't believe that I'm talking to you after you've just launched the full season one of your podcast, Love Life, Live Well. I know, it's been a journey, but it's flown by. I can't believe all 10 episodes are out there, or 11 if you include the trailer. And yeah, it's flown by. And it's been received so well, Emma. I just want to congratulate you on that. The downloads and the stats, and it's been so well received. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I must admit, you do get a bit of a... A buzz every now and then when, pardon the pun, Buzz Sprout messages you and say, congratulations, you've had this many downloads. So yeah, it's been great fun and all the comments and encouragement has been fantastic. I've loved it. So just talking to you today, how was it launching a podcast in your first season? Just how, how did you find it? How was it for you? found it really interesting. I found the process of it fascinating. And what I absolutely loved about it was interviewing guests for all different reasons, all different backgrounds, all different advice. And looking forward now, one of the best things from a very selfish perspective that I am getting excited about is if there's anything I want to know in the world, you know, you read a magazine and whatever's there, whatever the articles are, you pick it up because there might be an article you're interested in, or you might be really loyal because there's always a theme or what have you. Like, I just need to go and find someone to interview. So I'm hoping that people give us feedback and say, hey, Emma, go off and find about this. This is really interesting. And then the team can go and research the best people and interview them. So it's definitely empowering in that sense in that I can then go and find other subjects and get curious. That's the key thing, just getting curious about so many things. So what would be your biggest takeaway? Hmm, well... If you think about the actual title of of the show, Love Life, Live Well, what struck me when I asked the question of everybody, what do you love about life? I don't think anybody said fancy cars, flash holidays, money, or anything like that. Everything they loved was, well, I was going to say free, but you could argue that, are your kids free? You you know, you feed and water them kind of thing. (laughs) But it was always nature, spending time with family, love the word choice and freedom came up a lot and not in the sense of I have freedom. It's that as human beings, we have the ability to make choices. We have the ability to a degree to determine our own future and and people might see different degrees of that, if you like, but that's what struck me. And even now talking, it reminds me uh, of the movie Love Actually, how it starts and it's all about at the airport and everyone's just running into each other and hugging. It's that and also, this is really cheesy now, but the song of best things in life are free. That's what people were telling me that they love about life. It's people around them, the love they receive, being out in nature, all those things just, yeah, really struck me as it's those kind of things that people love about life. And then when we talk about living well, again, it wasn't the high-end spas or the always traveling first class or anything like that but of course it might be about the people that I interviewed but they're all of a, a certain you know they have a great standard of, of living if you like but yeah what came out of that was just well two things actually one is just how many ways there are in which to live well 
But also what struck me was it could be very easy to get overwhelmed because there were so many things. There's morning routines, there's daytime routines, there's evening routines. We talked about journaling, we talked about habits, we talked about decluttering. If you try and do all of that in one go, that, well, would probably be overwhelming and also possibly impossible. So my overarching takeaway would be pick one or two things that work for you. Look at where you are in your life. If you are living in digital clutter or physical clutter or mental clutter, work on that maybe. If you find that you're not sleeping well, think about your evening routine. But definitely there were so many things that we talked about. Pick the things that resonate with you. My advice would be not not to try and do everything. No, I think that's great advice. And for someone who is a listener that listened to all of your episodes, it is definitely finding the aha moments for you because it is what resonates with you. And it's like, oh, wow. Do you know what I mean? That That is something that I will kind of bring into my routine or try to explore or lean into it a little bit more. And I think that is what I found so fantastic about listening to season one was I took away quite a number of aha moments for me. And that, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's interesting. Because even though now we're talking about what were my aha moments, what were my favourite bits or my biggest takeaways, other people might be completely different. Because some things, for example, journaling, as we dive into the detail of it, but that is something I do day in, day out. So whilst me personally, I wanted to do an interview where I knew a lot of the content anyway, I still picked up things like I love to write with a, a lovely notepad and a lovely pen but I wonder if that was just me because I'm quite a stationary kind of girl but as you are so I know you're smiling other people might not be and certainly if I'm journaling trying to get to the bottom of something as in what's going on in my mind I'm just trying to write it out to kind of get my subconscious into gear then I don't like to write in nice journals for that I like to write on A4 photocopy paper because I want to throw it away afterwards because it's all just the emotion coming out and I don't want to keep that stuff and therefore I don't want to use one of my lovely notebooks for something I'm going to ultimately throw away so yeah I think that detail of oh yeah I learned certain things that other people probably didn't pick up on because you take what resonates what resonates with you you know at Nicola Cook when she talked about that spectacular burnout when she yeah. just you know she we talk about choice but she had no choice but to look after herself then and I thought that was really generous of her to share that but also hopefully a warning sign to, I guess, encourage us to just listen to our own bodies a little bit more and just kind of find out, oh, do I need to slow down or what does my body need or what is... In, in some cases, I think I've said at one point in the podcast, I know there's times my body screams at me, it feels, because it's just saying, slow down, take a breath, relax, and don't feel guilty about spending a whole day letting your body recover and, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of person who goes, but I'm wasting the day. No, you're not. You're actually surviving life and you're just nurturing yourself. What I took away from a lot of it is actually being kind to yourself. I think it's the, the time that we're living in. It's kind of everything's so fast. Everyone's kind of like needs to be successful or looking for something and need. And it's sometimes, for example, Nicola, why do we get to the point where we need to hit the brick wall? You know what I mean? And like, why can't we be kind and go, actually, no, this isn't serving me. I need to stop. I need to think. And I re need to reassess. You might not know what the answers are, but to be able to say to yourself, I need to stop because this doesn't feel right. This isn't good for me. And I think sometimes, if it's society, I don't know if 
you're allowed to do that. I don't know if there's that space to allow people to do it. But I think by talking about it, I think that's a massive barrier to start, you know, breaking it down. And isn't it funny how we can see in other people and we can tell other people to stop and slow down and we can give other people love and care. Yeah. We don't always either see it and notice it ourselves or we feel guilty about taking it ourselves, especially if you are by nature a big caregiver. I think that's quite a tricky thing for some people to do and to just say, right, okay, fend for yourselves. I need some me time. I was just thinking we only need to look at our team. We're all kind of got each other's backs and we're the first ones in there going, something's not right. Come on, what's going on? Let's talk about this. But we don't do it for ourselves. It's normally you that tells me and I'll normally, you know, like have a chat with you, got everything all right, what's going on? You've got a lot on your dad, you know, like you've been traveling here, there and everywhere. And it's kind of like checking in, but you don't check in on yourself. And certainly I find as I get older, I can't just, you know, and I do have to jump on a plane quite a lot and get from A to B for work and what have you. But I definitely have to build in the the time, the recovery time now for everything. And I guess that's, well, part of that recovery time. We talked in the podcast about habits, which I found really insightful. And Paul, of, of habit stacking. And as I'm trying to put even more healthy habits into my diary, into my day now, and it's hard. It's, I mean, it's, it's easy to talk about, but it's not easy to do. And just remembering to to do things or remembering to not do things sometimes. Don't just naturally volunteer or help out or be somewhere. It's saying no, I think, is sometimes the, the best thing. You can. Yeah. I mean, how it stuck in one, Emma? It was actually one of your most popular downloaded episodes. So it was kind of like that is definitely something that people are looking for advice on, tips on how to do it, how to get those little habits into your daily routine, which are going to, you know, set you up or make you feel better or help you in some way. And I mean, you know, it's going back to, it's obviously something that as a society we're craving for and looking for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said at the beginning, sometimes it's those really simple things like just going for a walk, getting out in nature, spending time with loved ones, but also using what's around us. I, I love to talk with Sally on essential oils and just how yeah. that was. And that was really practical for me. You know, we run an events company. So she gave advice around when your feet are aching, you know, you need a good night's sleep, but you're only going to get about five or six hours sometimes. And how do you you know, what, what oils can you use? How do you give yourself a little foot massage to help you get those oils straight into your bloodstream and working for you and getting a good night's sleep? So I learned a lot from her as well. And even now I have quite a lot of essential oils, but anything that's not wrong, but if I'm feeling something or if I have got a cold or anything, the first thing I'm doing is what essential oil is good for this. Constantly I follow Sally on Facebook and she often weekly giving advice around how lemon can help with colds and flus and just put it into a drop of of water but yeah there's so much advice out there and on the other side of the coin I got a lot from my talk with Fiona around grief yeah that was not what I expected as I said in the in the intro to it and it's not what where I thought the conversation would would go but it was so uplifting, inspiring, and really made me think the biggest key word out of that was that to grieve is a privilege because it's almost yeah. a sign of just how much love you had. And and I do like that word. The, the, the word privilege has a lot of negative connotations around people being privileged, but if you look yeah. at it in the in the higher sense of it's a privilege to to grieve 
and I talked to Zach around the privilege to lead people. There's just so many things that we just get to do that so many people, by the fact of where they were born even, just doesn't even yeah. enable them to do that. And yet the conversation with Zach around leadership was more around anybody can lead. You can be a leader in your family, in your community. Yes, in your workplace, you don't need to have that manager's title or that director's title. Leadership can show up everywhere. And that was really close to my heart, that feeling of it's a privilege to lead people. And not everyone wants it and not everyone feels it. So it's, that's not the, the topic there really. But it's, yeah, definitely, there's a lot of gratitude came out of this series one not just from me but from the people as well a lot of them shared their gratitude they shared their love of life which which is very humbling actually i think you're right there gratitude yeah you i think you've hit the the nail on the head that is what actually a lot of the guests especially summing up and yeah you gratitude mm. and you know me i'm a big fan of showing gratitude to other people but also just reminding yourself of things that you're grateful and part of my morning routine is in the shower just thinking about the things that I'm grateful for and it, the reason why it's usually in the shower is because it starts with I'm just so grateful for really lovely powerful hot water because <laughs> a, I hate showers that aren't powerful and I do like the and it's not good for you but I do like a hot shower so that's kind of what gets me on my journey of, of gratitude it's like oh I'm so happy that this you know this shower is so hot and powerful and then it's oh, I'm also grateful for this. And I'm really happy about that. And I'm really looking forward to this. And and it's always the small things, which comes back down to what people love about life. Exactly. I think then, Emma, what would be the one piece of advice you would give to the audience around season one? There's so much, but I think my overarching feeling about series one would be to say to people, do what you can now with where you are now and with what you have now. And yeah, whether that's just a walk in the park or telling someone you love them or having a hug, just whatever resources you have, look after yourself, live well, look after your body, but do love life as well. I think that is absolutely a perfect way to end this chat, Emma. And thank you so much for season one. It's been amazing. I can't wait for season two to drop. And I am sure um, any listeners out there who want to get in touch and give you any ideas on speakers or topics, I'm sure you'd be open to hear from them. But Emma, I can't wait for season two. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Love Life, Live Well. If you enjoyed it, we'd really love it if you could give us a five-star review and subscribe to the podcast. That way you won't miss a single episode and it really does help us to attract more and more guests to the show. I have loved recording these podcasts. I found our guests so interesting and inspiring. I hope you have too. If you've had any aha moments or takeaways, please do share in the comments. We'd love to hear from you, even if it is just one word to tell us how you feel.